Real Life Raw Radio. I'm Chef Tina Jo Stevens. We'll be discussing everything from fabulous raw vegan recipes like some of my all-time favorite desserts, my passion for rescuing animals to sex, rock and roll, all things health, and everything in between. So come on, join in on the fun at Real Life Raw Radio. Well, everyone, welcome to Real Life Raw Radio. I'm Chef Tina Joe, and woo, we've had a, a little bit of a computer glitch there with me, but finally I have with me the renowned New York fitness trainer, my favorite author, uh, Pete Serqua, and he is the author of The 92nd Fitness Solution, one of my favorite books. Pete, thank you so much for your patience, and thank you for being here with me today. Thanks for having me, Chef. It's always great to talk to you. What, what are we, uh, we going to talk to our listeners about today? Good Lord, uh, lots of stuff, lots of stuff. Well, the first thing I want to say, Pete, is I really love your book, The 90, 90-Second Fitness Solution. And truly, you know, I have my copy that I've had for a couple of years now, and it's highlighted. And, and I actually just finished a um, – seven-day juice feasting program, and I walked several of my clients through exercise, and we used your book. Um, so it, it, your book is really something that resonates with me. And particularly, you know, I like your approach with fitness, especially for women. I think it's t- truly just sheer genius. So listen, ladies, if you're out there and you think that you don't have time for a long workout, Pete's plans really are amazing, and they range from beginner to superstar. So, Pete, I want to know, like, how did you come up with this? How did you really come up with this approach? Because it's so wonderful and it's not dogmatic. Well, you want the whole story or just the uh, the Reader's Digest version? The, 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 we can go back to 1988 where I, I was working you were born. at Chippendales. I was born. <laughs> I was actually one of the Chippendales, and I was working at Chippendales in New York City getting my personal training business together. And as I came to New York City, I met a whole new clientele, and, and the women and men that I met were wearing a, a very expensive suits, and they wanted to be smaller, tighter, and stronger, and they didn't want to get big and bulky. So back in the 80s, of course, the step classes were in vogue or, or you know, really on an upswing, and lifting weights was not. Um, right. It was actually frowned upon still then. Um, and I had to come up with programs, high-intensity. I'm a high-intensity fitness trainer. I don't want to work out for long. I want to work out hard and get it done. So I had to come up with programs that met the demands of my clients. Now, the best thing, one of the high-intensity techniques is static contractions, which is not moving. So I started applying a whole bunch of static contractions. We did it with weights. We did it with machines. We did it with body weight exercises. And I got tremendous results. And because you're not moving, you're not pumping your muscles. If you're not pumping, they're not swelling up. So people got stronger. They got healthier. They got tighter. And with any... Every, not any, but with every single exercise program, if your diet is not a big part of it, nothing happens. So I combined my statics and my high-intensity workouts with a really sensible diet, and boom, we got the results. So uh, eventually somebody from Simon & Schuster saw what I was doing and said, hey, you've got to write a book about this, and and, uh, there you have it. The 90-second fitness solution was on the shelves at Barnes & Noble uh, just two years ago. Which truly, I think, I think you really have changed fitness for a lot of people because you really meet people where they're at. You know, like I said before, you're not dogmatic about it. And there's, there's something very um, 
you're very honest with your approach. You know, you're you're very gentle. You're a big guy, but you're just a big teddy bear, and you really just tell it like it is. And I think that, you know, women in particular, I can speak for, you know, for myself, we really just appreciate that approach. So I have a couple of questions for you, and this, this may be a twofold question, Pete, but being a baby boomer myself and also raw vegan, talk to me about the importance of strength training, one for boomers and then two for someone who's raw vegan such as myself. I love that. That's a great question, and I, and, I, and I really appreciate. First of all, thank you so much for all your kind words. You've been you've been so supportive of me since the book came out, and and I really really appreciate it. Uh, and I and I love your listeners and your audience. Um, and I've I've wanted to get to more raw vegan people, and I am a baby boomer. So here we go. Strength training is really 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 important for everybody. Absolutely everybody. It doesn't matter what eating program you're on or where you are in your life. My clients are as young as 10 years old in my studio. The, the parents are sending the children in now because they know the strength is important for their athletics and their busy schedules. And I've got a 90-year-old. I've got dozens of 80-year-olds. Um, you know, octogenarians are, are just, they're in the gyms now. You know, 80-year-olds, they used to sit on the porch in their rocking chair and get ready to die, and, and, uh, and, and now they're working out. So it's really important, specifically, Baby boomers and raw vegans. Well, let me let me go with the raw vegans first. Raw okay. vegans are some of my best friends. I've got thousands of them that follow me on Facebook. I'm friends with so many raw vegans. I love them. Um, and I we love you. Be, I appreciate it. Uh, I want them to be stronger. Uh, you got your eating plan down, right? That's that's a huge huge step forward. But as we age, we can't lose muscle just because you're a raw vegan does not mean that you're telling your body to maintain your muscle tissue. As a matter of fact, just like every other eating plan, if you don't remind your body to keep the muscle, you will lose 50% of it as you lose body fat. So if you're on a raw vegan plan and you're losing 10 pounds, uh, which is commendable, if you do not remind your body to keep the muscle tissue, it will lose 5 pounds of muscle and 5 pounds of fat. Of course, this all, all goes true to the baby boomers as well. So I strongly urge everybody to get a little tiny bit of strength training in your schedule every single week. And what I did with the 90-second fitness solution and my next two books coming out, um, and they're high-intensity fitness books, is I showed you how to get what you need in just a few minutes a week and you're done with it. And anything else you want to do after that is elective. So you have no excuses. It could be a three-minute workout, a five-minute workout, my long workouts are 15 minutes. If you don't have three, five, or 15 minutes in a week, then, you know, I can't help you. So um, yeah, something's I wrong. want my raw vegans especially, especially because you, you, uh, these people go to great, great lengths to clean up their diet and do a, an exemplary job. I want you to maintain your muscle tissue and keep your, your bones strong and your muscles and your posture because when you hit 80, even on a raw vegan diet, you can start losing your bones and your posture. Just because you're eating right doesn't mean you're stimulating your body, your muscles, and your, and, and your bones. So please do it. Yeah. Well, that really speaks to me, Pete, because a few years ago when your book came out, I mean, the timing was really perfect for me. At this point in time, I think I've, I, I'm almost hitting that 13-year mark for being a raw vegan. And if I was really scared because I went to go pick up a bag um, just some groceries, and I noticed that it was really difficult for me to pick up that one bag. We're 
normally I could pick up two. And so I, I started to notice a decline in my strength, and it really made me nervous. And so here your book came along, you know, 90 seconds. And again, last time we spoke, I told you that I couldn't do a push-up. Well, I can now hold a plank pose for almost four minutes. And, and wow. I am going to boast. Yeah, I mean, but that took me that took me some time. So again, the thing that I love about your book is you really start with the basics with people. It took me a long time to get there, you know, it really did. Um, but it's something that I can do now, and I appreciate, you know, having some nice muscle tone, some nice definition, without again, you know, feeling like a big bodybuilder kind of person because that's not my speed either. Um, that's it. That's so again, the program. Long, Smaller, tighter, and stronger. That's your that's your health. I love that. I love that motto too. That'd make a great T-shirt, Pete. <laughs> okay, I'm on it. <laughs> hey, the tangible thing is is when you were doing your plank. You know, if you couldn't do it, if you if you did it for 20 seconds your first time, great. You're going for 21 seconds the next time. We broke it down exactly. into micro units. We're we're down to really really tiny measurable units that you could do. You could say, hey, I could do five more seconds today. What's the big deal? Exactly. No, I think it's fantastic. You know, and I have to tell you, um, I was in Whole Foods a couple of weeks ago um, in line for the bathroom. I do your exercises pretty much all the time throughout my day. Um, And seriously, you know, the line was almost like wrapped around the wall. And so I I did, you know, I I did the little wall sit because I'm waiting in line. And I got three or four women in the line to actually do it with me. So, you know, you can do your exercises anywhere, which is something that I absolutely love. So what I want to ask you is, can you give the listener some idea of, like, what kind of workouts can they do at home, maybe, like, in front of the television, or if they're even taking a potty break from the computer? Some quick things that they can do throughout the day. My basic, my most basic wor- workout, it just holds up no matter what level you're at right now. It's three, it takes three minutes if you're good at it. It's a wall sit and a plank. Uh, you get into a, a plank position, which is uh, the t- top part of a push-up, uh, and you just hold it, and you don't move. And I got news for you. It's the best abdominal exercise in the world. If you start to read on fitness websites, you see all these fitness experts are jumping in saying, hey, the plank is really great for the abs. You should try this and forget all those crunches and sit-ups. And then if you can hold that for 90 seconds, great. And then the wall sit. Go find a wall. Go get into what looks like you're sitting in a chair uh, position, 90 degrees at the knees, and, and try to hold that for 90 seconds. Not easy. Your thighs will burn right away. And those two exercises within three minutes work the whole entire body. So it's a great way to start. You could throw these workouts in once, twice, three times a day. Um, you really could break it up. I want people to think out of the box and make it their own. I have some mm-hmm. people, men and women, that are up to the five-minute mark holding wall sits and planks, and they don't want to go to level two, and they don't want to go to the gym. And I respect that. And I think that's great. I want, that's what I want for you. I want you to have tools and use them as you see fit because they all work. So that's my most basic workout. If you want to get crazy, the next book that's coming out is going to have these really high-intensity workouts that are really going to sculpt the body. So, and again, in five minutes. So it's going to be pretty cool. Wow, I can't wait for that, Pete. When, when are those coming out? We're going to, uh, we're, they're, they're going to the publisher by May 1st, and they should be out this summer. should be on the bookshelves this summer. Woo, bikini we're, we're season. The, yeah, we're the, oh, yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we're in the <laughs> editing stage right now. This is the fun part where we have to read and reread and make sure I spelled everything correctly. So, 
<laughs> I hear you on that. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's exciting. I'm glad that you you have one book or two books coming out in the fall, summer and they fall. They asked me for two more, one for men and one for women, because my workout programs vary slightly. The, the ladies, like, you know, they want to target the hips, the thighs, and the triceps a lot, and the guys want Are, a little more chest and arms. So, so I had to tailor the workouts for them. I love that, though. I really do, because you're hitting each problem area or what, you know, women perceive as their problem area, and the same thing for fellas. So I think that's fabulous. Congratulations. Thank I'll have, you very I'll have much. I'll have a little highlighter and get ready and get busy. Yep, yep. Kick your training in high gear, absolutely. Real. Now, Pete, can you explain to me just not – I understand strength training and, and how important it is, but what's the difference – between somebody who's um, strength training in their 20s and 30s and somebody who needs strength training as a boomer? Well, it, it, there's a big difference. You know, um, every time I see a, a trainer in a magazine highlighting their celebrity client who's a supermodel and 26 years old, and they got this great result with this really ridiculous retarded workout, and you're going to have to excuse mm-hmm. my friends because I get very passionate about this, what everybody fails to see is, first of all, she was a supermodel before she met the trainer. So She was know, a size two. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so she didn't get to be a supermodel because of the trainer. She started out on the cover of the magazine and worked her way to the trainer because she could afford him now. But that's wrong because any workout you give this person or an athlete uh, is going to work on them because, A, they're young. And, and, and B, they're already pretty fit, right, especially these celebrities. And just take the average person. Remember all of us. All of us, when we go back to our 20s, we were eating crap. We were eating hamburgers and hot dogs, and we didn't know any better. And we lost weight on that diet. You know, all you had to do is skip one meal, and you lost three pounds. So that was that young metabolism we had. But we're a little smarter today. We're learning to eat organic and raw, and we're learning how to control our protein intake, and we're learning more about our bodies, and we're learning about superfoods, and we're also learning about the strength training. You know, we've gone through all the phases. We've gone through all the step classes and the spinning and the dancing and the lifting and the bodybuilding, and now we're back to, hey, you know what? I just want to be strong and healthy as I age, and I want to look good, and I want to, you know, my health is the most important thing. So we're going to train smarter. I encourage my younger people to do the high-intensity strength training. I encourage all my older people, baby boomers and up, to do high-intensity strength training. The same exact routines now I give to a 10-year-old and a 90-year-old. We just have to vary the intensity slightly, and that's it. Wow, that's that's amazing. That really is amazing. Yeah, I, You know, I live in Baja, Mexico, so when I'm 90, you know, 95, I want to be fit and walking on the beach and feeling good. Because we can, just like you said, because we know better about foods now. We're eating organic. We're eating healthier. It's not all the junk food anymore. And so now it's, you know, bringing it back to basics and making it really real, which is what you do, and and getting our bodies into shape. So, Pete, as a raw vegan chef, I get asked this question probably more than I get asked my name. Where does your protein come from? (laughs) So as a trainer, what do you think about protein for vegans? This is this is a very passionate subject, Tina Joe, and we really got to sit down and analyze it. You could pick up uh, a dozen um, peer-reviewed studies on protein intake, and you won't get the same answer twice. 
Some people are going to – well, first let's just go with protein intake, okay? Some people okay. say that you need to have a gram of protein per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 135 pounds, you should have 135 grams of protein a day. The, some other studies will show, or, or the government, the RDA studies will show, um, like about a half or uh, 40% of that number. So if you, weigh, uh, uh, if you weigh 200 pounds, you might need 100, pound, uh, 100 grams of protein a day. So how confusing is that right out of the gate, even as a, a pro trainer? I, I read study after study, and nobody's got the same answer, okay? So that's one. Two is where are you getting it from? What, what's good protein? What will your body actually use and not convert to fat? Because anything that we put in our bodies that we don't use will convert to fat. Uh, if it's raw, fresh fruits and vegetables and we eat too much of them, we get fat. Uh, same thing with our proteins, same thing with our starches, everything. So we have to, you know, control the calories as well. So protein. Uh, for my raw vegan friends, I think that every, every person can probably benefit from 30 to 60 grams a day. Now, not just from your fruits and vegetables, where I know you do get a few grams, uh, and I know some of my raw vegan friends will have some quinoa, uh, even though right. that's some, sometimes a, a cooked food. Um, and, and they try to get it from beans. But that's not high enough quality protein to maintain your muscle tissue. So I do have a product uh, that's not mine. Um, a, a friend of mine, Nick, owns a company called Sun Warrior, and he makes a, a, brown, a raw vegan brown rice protein powder. And a scoop of that can get you 18 grams of protein. So if you make yourself a smoothie with fruits and vegetables, all fresh fruits and vegetables, and then throw a scoop of raw vegan brown rice protein in there, you can pump up your protein intake and make sure you're getting at least the minimum that you need every day, which is very important. But, you know, the body won't deteriorate next week or the week after. It takes years for it to catch up to you. Um, and, and when you hit 60 and 65 and you've been on your raw vegan diet for, you know, 20 years, and you, have, you don't have adequate amounts of protein or amino acids in your system and you're not strength training, that's when you're all of a sudden going to see the bone loss and the teeth are going to have issues and the hair is going to fall out a little bit. So, you know, raw vegans are definitely 90, 90 to 95% of the way there. I just want to fine-tune you a little bit, pump up the protein just a tiny bit, stay within the raw vegan uh, family of proteins, um, and then add a little strength training. And now you have a really, really complete, sensible pro uh, program. What do you think about that? No, I actually, Pete, I, I completely agree, and I'm familiar with the the Sun Warrior pro products. They're they're fabulous, and and I'm going to be real honest here too. A couple of years ago, when I noticed a decline in my strength, um, I was not using any superfood powders. You know, any of the um, Sun Warrior or the Amazing Grass powders, where I was, you know, really boosting my intake of protein, and probably the last year and a half. I mean, I have I use the protein powders in smoothies or I put them in um, desserts. It's a fabulous way to kind of like sneak them in a dessert, a, you know, a pudding, that kind of thing. And again, because I'm doing strength training, I notice that I'm stronger. And that's really important to me because I really thought, God, well, maybe there's something wrong with my diet. Maybe for the first time a few years ago, I really was questioning being a raw vegan because I was so worried about losing so much strength. So I, I'm totally right. with you on that. You can't have one without the, you know, you, you can't have this phenomenal workout 
if you don't have the nutritional support to recover from the workout, because you remember, Tina Joe, the workout itself is just a stimulus. It doesn't do anything for you but tear your body down a little bit. It's the rest in between the workout that actually makes you stronger and healthier. Okay, so if you're resting and you're recovering and you don't have good nutritional support, your workout's not going to do anything for you. And, and the reverse is true. If you have this, uh, you know, uh, terrible eating program, uh, well, I just said that. The, the, the reverse would be having a phenomenal eating program and doing a lousy or wimpy workout that doesn't stimulate your body at all. Like, you know, some women tell me, well, I don't like to lift anything more than three-pound dumbbells because I don't want to bulk up. I have women that lift over 200 pounds and they got smaller from it. Or try a plank for a, a 90 seconds to two minutes. It, it'll burn like crazy. It's your whole entire body weight. So, you know, little tiny baby weights aren't going to do anything for you. A walk on the treadmill is not going to do anything for you. Um, so we need everything. We need all the components to make this happen. Definitely. And isn't, and I don't really know this, I'm not a fitness trainer, but it, the more muscle you have or the more muscle that you, you build, doesn't that burn your metabolism? Doesn't that increase your metabolism also? You know what? It really is your metabolism. Uh, imagine okay. like a car, it's like a car engine, like, uh, let's just compare me and you. Um, let's see, you're six foot two and 200 pounds, and I am five foot two and 100. No, 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 reverse that. I'm six foot two and 200 pounds, and you're five foot two and 100 pounds, right? Okay. Yeah, the look was a little funny there for a minute. <laughs> I had you guessing, all right? Did you check the mirror real quick? Okay. All right, so look, just, I, I, I literally, I actually am six foot two, 220 pounds. Now, if you and I sit down to dinner together, I'm obviously going to need a few more calories than you, right? So the right. 220 pounds of muscle that I'm carrying on my frame, and I don't look bulky, and, um, you know, I don't look like a bodybuilder. I'm just, you know, just like an average and kind of in shape kind of guy. I need a few more calories than you. I need a, a little more protein than you, not a stupid amount. I take in about 70, 80, 90 grams on a, on a good day of protein, good quality protein. I get some of mine from egg whites. I get some of mine from brown rice. Uh, the Sun Warrior product, but if you're just comparing those numbers, you know, it's just obvious that we have to, you know, adjust to our body sizes and types, right? Right. How, how do you feel about that? I think you're, I think it makes sense. Absolutely. I think it absolutely makes sense. Um, I want to ask you something about maca. Now, Valentine's Day is approaching, the, the month of love, and I definitely find myself you know, adding maca to my holiday recipes, to my Valentine recipes, you know, my chocolate recipes, things like that. Now, maca, you, you like maca too, don't you? You don't believe I that love it's it. just for say, Isn't it a fabulous product? It's great. It's great. There's, there's a lot of information about it. I love it. It, it, it works, um, but it's a great discussion. Um, I love it that the raw vegans are on board with it. It's a superfood. It's uh, a Peruvian root, for those who don't know about it. If you buy it fresh and you open up the jar and stick your nose in there, you're going to pass out because it smells horrible and uh, it <laughs> tastes even worse. But, you know, once you, if you, like if you find just the right smoothie recipe for yourself, you can't taste it. Like I, I, I make myself sometimes a, a fresh carrot, apple, celery, and ginger um, uh, juice, and then I could throw a nice teaspoon of maca in there and I can even throw my brown rice powder in there. And, you know, for me, that tastes fine. That may gross some people out, but I have no problem with that. I've tried it in other concoctions, and it, you know, made me want to vomit. So you definitely have to find the right way. 
Of course, I tell my clients the simplest way is to get raw maca in a capsule form. Stick it in your fridge, take a few out each day. But Tina Joe, did you know that you could take a perfectly great thing and, and ruin it in that people can overdose in a way uh, with maca? Oh, I believe it because a bit of maca goes a long way. It's an adaptogen, so, you know, it really works with the harmony of our body. So, you know, tiny amount makes a, a really big difference. Right. And I've even read some studies recently that people can get uh, headaches, diarrhea, nausea from, from taking too much maca. Some people uh, have recommended anywhere from 1,500 milligrams to 3,000 milligrams um, before you start to get to that level where it's going to give you a little bit of a problem. Um, I personally have tried anywhere from 500 milligrams because a lot of the capsules come in 500 milligram sizes. And when I'm testing something out, I'd like to know exactly how, I'm, uh, how much I'm getting because, you know, if you just stick your teaspoon into a jar and throw it in a smoothie, how much did I get? I really didn't measure that carefully. So with the capsules, right. I can count them down during the week and find out. And then after that, you could probably guess pretty well if you want to, you know, uh, work with your smoothies and stuff like that. But I've had no problem with up to 500-milligram um, capsules, five a day, 2,500 milligrams a day. So that stays in between that 1,500 to 3,000 range, um, and I've had no problems. My energy level is huge. Um, I just feel great from this stuff, and I noticed the difference within a week of taking it. It was just night and day difference. So it does work. It's just I, I'm sure you have that experience as well. Oh, uh, maca is, is, is fabulous, and, and I think um, I'll, let me just explain a little bit for our listeners as, as you started to do. Maca is it's a root, and it is an adaptogen, and so it really works in harmony with your body. Um, it adapts to your body's metabolism. So no matter how old you are or your sex, again, a little bit can really kind of you know do a whole lot of good. Um, maca is really known also to increase your fertility and your libido. That's why I was talking about Valentine's Day in both sexes. Um, and it acts, you know, gives a lot of energy, as you were saying, Pete. And it, um, you know, a lot of men have used this for um, increasing their vitality, which has been shown to help, you know, all through the evening, that kind of thing. So maca um, not only helps with the sex drive, which is, again, fabulous for boomers, um, but it, increases our energy and it's completely natural you know maca is like a goji berry or ginseng it's a it's a powerful powerful adaptogen which is you know a fabulous thing pete where do you get your where do you get your maca your uh, maca capsules uh Navitas naturals has been my favorite one lately um i have no affiliation with any supplement company so anytime i throw a name out there it's because i tried it myself and i um what attracted me was their packaging, of course. You know, that's what catches my eye on their, on their shelf. But I figure if somebody goes to that kind of trouble to catch my eye, I want to read it. But when I opened sure. up the Navitas Naturals jar and, and for the first, the first bottle that I bought, I smelled the maca right away. Um, and there was a few other companies that I tested, and, and, and I won't mention names that I don't endorse, but um, where I opened up the jar and I couldn't smell the maca. So, oh, yeah, you know, that's not good. No, it's not the greatest smell in the world, but I, if I know it's there, I know, it's, I know what fresh maca smells like. I purchased it at a health food store that, that imports, like, you know, really great raw products, and you can buy maca in bulk. And the first time I was exposed to it, like, I, you know, I opened up this little tiny uh, glad bag and put my nose in there, and I almost fell over backwards. I mean, the smell is just so powerful. But, um, it is. So it's I, a strong smell. 
Oh, it's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, just, and I looked at my friend. I'm like, "Are you serious? <laughs> you really putting this <laughs> you stuff know, in your body?" <laughs> Yeah, serious. But you folks don't get discouraged out there. If you haven't tried maca, really pick some up because it, it you can again, you know, as Pete and I are both saying, a little bit goes a long way. And I add it to smoothies. I put it in all of my chocolates. I've even made salad dressings out of it. So you can camouflage the taste of that that heavy, strong taste that maca can have very easily. You know, and you can build right. yourself up. But I've never tried the the capsules before, Pete. So I think I'm going to give those a give those a spin. What I like about the capsules is anytime I'm introducing a client or a friend to a new product, I always like to go, go about it rather scientifically. So if I say, here, look, here, here's maca in 500 milligram capsules. Why don't you take one a day? Let me know if you experience any nausea, headaches, if you have any sensitivity to it. If you don't change anything else in your program, in your weekly program, exercise and diet-wise, and you do experience some sort of an issue, we'll know why it is. It's the maca, right, or it's the new product that we're trying. Then if that agrees with you, maybe we could try two capsules a day for a week. After a while, when we know what your tolerance level is, if we know that you have no problems with it, then by all means you can, you know, break away from capsules and, you know, put a spoonful in your smoothies or make something in your raw chocolate. I actually had a raw chocolate bar with maca, and it was really amazing. Um, but I would want to know personally how my body responds to something before I start to venture out into these other areas. No, I think that's a great idea, truly, because then you can pinpoint it. Are there any other supplements that you recommend? I love um, uh, another one that I'm uh, pretty passionate about is vitamin C. Um, yeah. And, you know, with vitamin C, for the last, uh, I'm 48 years old, and for the last 30 years, it's been in your face with, uh, in the form of ascorbic, ascorbic acid, uh, and to learn that, that all the, the um, Linus Pauling Institute studies on vitamin C were not done with ascorbic acid and um, that this is just a cheap product that could probably burn a hole in your stomach, um, wow. you know, it just made me think, like, okay, so I need vitamin C. There's all these great studies about it, but, you know, here it is in the public eye in ascorbic acid form all over the place. You can't get away from this stuff. What do you do? And one of my raw vegan friends said, oh, it's easy. Get it from camel, camel berries. Um, and that's another superfood. And I started to do a little poking around, a little research. And next thing you know, I can find it just about anywhere with a, with a little bit of effort. And, of course, with the Internet, all of my vitamin C intake comes from camel, camel berries pretty much. Um, uh, you know, other, other than fruits and vegetables. Uh, and the other great place to get vitamin C is parsley. So uh, it's something, it's definitely a supplement I'm, I'm passionate about. I do like vitamin D3 and fish oil. Those round out my, my four top favorites these days. Um, but uh, but the, the vitamin C is like a real thing. You know, like the public has definitely been misled for a lot of years. And, and you know, the raw vegans are paving the way. They're saying, hey, look, you know, we can get this naturally. We can get it from better sources, and they're right. And you really have to start to read the fine print on some of the things that you thought were natural and good for you for many years and reevaluate. It's a little bit scary sometimes, but, but there's good information out there now. There really is, you know, and it's, it's so much different than when I first started, you know, 13 years ago. Just even talking about some of the superfoods that are available to us now, it is phenomenal. I mean, we really there's no reason in the world why we're unhealthy other than we're eating ourselves to death, but because all of the information is out there. 
It is. It is. You do have to weed through a little bit. Um, sure. You know, some, there, there's definitely, uh, but, but but it's out there and it is good. And and uh, it's one of the reasons I appreciate people like yourself that are putting them out. Your blog is amazing and your website, and you're really putting uh, current information out there and showing people how they can, you know, put this in their everyday foods and and get some great recipes, and it makes it a lot more enjoyable. So it, it, it's uh, it's fantastic what you're doing. Thanks, Pete. I think the same about you. You know, even just this Meatless Monday campaign that really started out just a few people, this whole grassroots effort has now turned into Meatless Mondays, um, has, you know, millions and millions of people from all around the world signing up and taking the pledge not to eat meat on Monday. And I think it's phenomenal because just even doing that one day a week is just a beginning, you know, for just the door for, for better health because that one day may turn into two or that two may turn into three. You know, I think right. it's I think it's absolutely amazing what people are just opening themselves up for. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you've got to get the ball rolling, but once it gets going, you know, we've got a head of steam now. So that's Definitely. phenomenal. I, Pete, I really love your approach to fitness and eating and, you know, the way that you handle your clients. You know, you're just you're really such a down-to-earth guy. You always have been. You know, you and I met on Facebook, of all places, a few years ago. And I remember you were in Oprah's Magazine. I was like, gosh, she's there again. How many times were you in Oprah's Magazine? Three times now, three times. Well, actually, there's a fourth time that I got to mention. But, yeah, three basic times that I got big articles in Oprah. She's been very, very kind to me. Great lady. Um, oh, she's. And, and Self Magazine and Prevention Now. I'm going on my third time. So all the biggies have been hitting me pretty good. It's, 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 I've been very, very lucky, very fortunate. Well, you know what I think it is? I think it's your approach. You are so down to earth and you are so real. Where did you get your people skills? I mean, there's no phony baloney about you, and I really I think that's what's so charming about you. Where'd that I come from? I appreciate it. I, you know, you know what? I, I used to work in a casino when I was a kid. I was a blackjack dealer um, trying to save up money to open up my first gym. And, and you get to really um, just see different types of people come in, and, and I really appreciate the compliment. But at just some point in time, you just – would look at somebody who was being obnoxious or rude or just a little, you know, off base and, and just think to yourself, you know, I don't want to be treated like that and I'm not going to treat anybody else like that. So, you know, I think it's just a little confidence. If you just treat people the way you want to be treated, um, it, it shows, it definitely shows. And, and it, it's infectious too. So, um, but I appreciate that. I appreciate that you said that. No, it's, it is definitely a truth. Now, listen, you're an owner-operator of a very – successful kick-butt gym in New York City. You're a trainer, you're an author, and you're a papa. So how do you, how do you personally stay in shape? You know, what do you do to maintain your health? For all those busy it, folks out there who say they don't have enough time. I get this question a lot, and it's great. Um, and, and, and I hope people believe me when I tell you the answer. I do the same workout I give my clients. My workout, I did actually, uh, today is Wednesday, um, and I work out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and a long workout for me is 15 minutes from start to finish, and I time the entire workout. So that includes the rest periods and the setting up the next machine and the walking over to the next machine. It, if I don't get it done in 15 minutes, I'm moving a little slow. Um, a really, really great workout for me is 12 minutes. So my total workout time is anywhere from 36 to 45 minutes a week. 
Um, and, and that's it. These are the programs I give my clients. When my client walks in the door, I hammer them and push them out the door. They don't have to sweat. They don't have to change their clothes. A lot of the gentlemen are wearing a tie and a dress shirt, and the women are coming in in the morning with a, a pretty dress on or skirt or slacks, and, you know, we hit these machine high-intensity exercises, boom, 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 and I'll see you later. We stimulate the body, and you have to go eat properly. So I do, I do what I tell my, my people to do, same deal. So you walk the you walk the talk. I love it. I love it. You know, high intensity workouts are stimulating. They're intelligent. They're um, I, I can't do it any other way. You, you can't. I know you, 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 I'm a personal trainer and, and a quote unquote fitness guy, but honestly, I couldn't work out for an hour if you put a gun to my head. It bores me to tears. I like the results and I like the intelligence of what I do, but I can't go for a run for like, you know, two hours or something like that. That's just that's just not my thing. No, I can appreciate that. I'm not I'm not there anymore either. And you know, it's it's hard for me to, to really carve out that amount of time. And then when I set this expectation of really wanting to do something like, you know, work out for two hours, which again, I hardly ever have time for that, and I don't meet that, then there's that guilt that comes into play. And you know right. who needs guilt anymore these days? We've got enough 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 things going on. So I I love your ninety second solution. I want to ask you about book dot com, Pete. Are your your two new books are they are they going to be books also? They are. They signed me as well. They're great great people. I was so so privileged to be the first book author ever, and that made the front page of the New York Times. Um, that was a very exciting day for big it was deal. October October first two thousand and nine. I, I couldn't wait to show my mom and dad it. Their son was uh, made the article on the front page of the Times. So first time personal trainer made the front page of the Times. But um, book.com is a video book that you can download to your iPhone, your iPad, or your computer. And it's basically an abridged version of anybody's book. And I've actually gotten a lot of my friends involved in book. And um, you included. Absolutely you included. I, I, when book when was so pleased with my sales and how things went, they, uh, I, I don't know if your viewers, your listeners know this, but uh, Vuk called me up and said, hey, you know, we got to get the word out here. You have like 50,000 followers, and we need more authors as well. And you, were, you, were, you and my friend Stefan Pinto were the first two names that popped in my head. And I said, well, here's two people, and they signed both of you guys in an instant. So, um, that was yeah, really I was awesome. So, I, was, I was so happy that uh, – you know what? They were no nonsense. They didn't just ask me my opinion and then go do what they wanted to do. I said, no, Tina, Joe, and, and my friend Stefan, who's a great uh, fitness guy, um, and bam, they signed you guys right away, and you got books. So it's, it's really, really awesome. I love it. it. They've been very successful. I think the whole approach, you know, they're so smart with their concept of what they wanted to do because it really gives the reader a chance to get to know the author. And I love that. And, the, you know, the videos are short and sweet, but you get, especially you, Pete, you've got just that, <laughs> you know, that bubbling personality. You know, you're just really very gregarious and out there. And so your videos are so charming. I think it's just, you know, people just fall in love with you, and that's, I think that's why you're so successful too, for sure. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I love the book product. I, I got to meet more than once the owner of the company, Brad Enman, who's such an innovative guy, and um, he invited me to their shareholders meeting, which I didn't know was going to be a shareholders meeting. They had this annual meeting, and there's all these uh, investors and, and CEOs and 
all the high, higher ups at the company and I walk in the door and, I'm, you know, in my sweats and boom, I walk into a conference room and I, I got this uh, wonderful response from these people. And he says, hey, you know, your first book did so well. I say first because we want to know right here on the spot, will you do a second one with us? And I said, not only a second, but I'll do a second and a third. So so we got two more coming out, but, but they're great. It's, it's nice that, that somebody stepped up with the technology and, and gave the readers a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. You know, especially now with iPhones and, you know, all of the, the smaller gadgets that are available, even websites now are changing, you know, changing for the Kindle and changing for the Nook and for the iPad so that we can accommodate, you know, that smaller screen. So I, I think it's fabulous. I think they were really ahead of their time there. Somebody was really smart with the book. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, wonderful company. How are your boys doing, Pete? You've got two boys. How are they? They're wonderful. Thanks for asking. I have one biological son, and I have a foster son uh, who's been adopted out to another family. We, we had the privilege of raising him for nine months and uh, until wonder. he found a family. It was an amazing experience. Uh, and my son, Nicholas, who's now 14 years old, he just turned 14 last month, and he's six feet tall. Oh, oh my God! I'm sure his feet enter the room before the rest of him. My son was that way too when he went through puberty. Absolutely amazing. He just—if I blink, he grows a little bit more. It's just scary. So I'm gonna have to stop feeding him or something. But uh, but he he works out with the weights and he's getting really really strong. He's really developing a nice body. And and I think the key to that was um, that since he was three and four years old. When he showed enthusiasm for working out, I held him back a little bit and didn't let him do too much of it. And then when he wanted to get away from it for a little bit, I said it was, you know, yeah, no problem, that's fine. And, and now I think we found a balance. So I think with his generation, the message I'm trying to send them is, you know, eat right and do a little bit of, you know, strength training, high-intensity strength training, and you can do this for the next 50, 60, 70, 80 years instead of working out right. two hours a day, 10 days a week, and then you burn out when you're 23, you know? So hopefully hopefully we're sending a new message out there for them. I think you are. So, Pete, tell me what's what's new for you, you know, on the horizon. I know you've got the two books coming out, which is a huge deal. Any TV shows in in your future? I would love to see you on TV, sir. We've been talking about a TV show called Class of 81 because I graduated in 1981 that's my high school class, and I just had my 30-year reunion, and a producer has approached me from the Discovery Network, and we've been in talks with uh, how I could knock on the door of old classmates and say, hey, look, you know, we just hit our 30-year mark, and, you know, uh, maybe you're a little out of shape. Let me help you get back into shape and, and uh, just go door to door and see who we can help out. So they love the I idea love- because it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's, it's got longevity to it because we can do class of '82 next year, class of '83. You know, it's got it's got something to do. So um, for so sure, we'll no, I, I hope it goes through. We'll have to keep our fingers crossed. I definitely have to keep our fingers crossed. Well, Pete, what are the names of your um, your two new books? Can you tell us? I can't say just yet, but they are high-intensity workouts. The publisher has a gag on me right now for a few more months, but I will promise that you and your listeners will be the first to know. Yay! You're one, my, you're one of my best friends, and I always tell Tina Joe what's going on at first. So, so as soon as I'm able to run my mouth off, Tina Joe, you're going to know what's going on. 
<laughs> oh, I think that's fabulous. Thank you. Well, Pete, tell, tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you. If they're in New York City and they want to drop by your place and hang out for a little bit, or where can they find you on Facebook? Oh, and by the way, Good Lord Have Mercy, your new Facebook photo. Folks, you got to go see this. Ladies. <laughs> Pete, so what a kind. lovely photo that of you. My friend Dara Jewett is a great photographer in Queens, New York, and she invited me over for a photo shoot one afternoon, and uh, we had a great time, and you could see in my face that I'm relaxed because she's just, she's just fun to shoot with. Um, so I, one of the reasons after we shot that, I was like, you know, Dara, I was really comfortable shooting with you. Why don't you come by the studio and do some test shots? Maybe you could shoot my next book. So she did that last week. And, I'm dying to see the results of it, so hopefully this week I get to see that. Um, well, but, Pete, if they're gonna, you know, if they're anything like the Facebook photo that she that she took, they're going to be phenomenal because, like you're saying, you were relaxed. I mean, you look you look so handsome. You are. You're a handsome fellow, but you were really relaxed. And the black and white is just like spectacular. I love black and whites. Well, I'm just I'm grateful I didn't break her lens. So she had a she had an expensive camera. So it's uh, but I appreciate that you're being very kind. Um, any any you know Tina Joe, any of your listeners, if you're in New York City, you want to stop by for a workout, you want to stop by and say hi. I would love to meet you. I, I'm really easy to find. If you Google Pete Circle or if you Google 90 Second Fitness, try that one, Tina Joe. Google 90 Second Fitness, and I'm up to about 300 million results now. Um, wow. Yeah, so I'm all over the internet. Wow. I I, I remember when we started this venture, and I had 1,000 Google results, and my mother thought that that was pretty cool. So when we hit 100 million, it was a big deal, and now we're at 300 million. But we're right here in Midtown, New York City. Actually, I'm one block away from the CityCorp building, which is a landmark building in the city, Um, and and not very far away from the Empire State Building. We have a beautiful personal training studio, and I'm always inviting people in as my guests for a free workout so I can show them a little bit of high-intensity fitness right up front. And uh, 90-secondfitness.com is the website. And, of course, I always like to see people on Facebook because my Facebook friends are priceless. It's just, it's just so great to connect with so many people from all over the world. Yeah, isn't that it? Facebook is just really amazing. I mean, that really has like changed the way people communicate with one another. The internet itself is really just changing the way we communicate, the way we work. You know, you can work anywhere in the world if you've got access to the internet. For me, anyway. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just it's 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 the future. The future's in our lap right now. Well, Mr. Pete, thank you so very much for being here with me this afternoon. Um, I adore you. It's, it's, you know, it's no secret to anyone. <laughs> I do. I think you're phenomenal, and I'm really excited about your next two books. So when they come out, can I ask you to come back on the show and we can talk about them? I can't wait. I would love to. It would be my honor. Any chance I get to talk with you and your listeners, I, I love it. I would, I would love to get – Next time, I would love to get some of the listeners involved as well, if we can. I love to hear their comments and their questions, and and uh, and, and get them more involved because they help spread the word so much better. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, next time I will be able to do that, and I apologize because we we're having just some technical difficulties here, but we will get radio act together. I promise you that. Cool. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's a deal. Thank you so much for having me, Tina Joe. It's always great to talk to you. 
Thank you, Pete. I'll talk to you really soon. This is Chef Tina Joe, Real Life for all you guys. Keep it real. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Well, that's the end of our show here at Real Life Raw Radio. I'm Chef Tina Jo Stevens. Thank you, all of you, for making this a fantastic show. Remember to tune in next week, Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. I look forward to chatting with you all then. In the meantime, remember, make your life delicious.